welcome to The Daily Dose, a snack-sized episode of The Daily Former, a podcast about how the far right does not have to be the rest or the end of your life. The Daily Dose will be a rotating conversation with different voices, all discussing current and worthwhile topics that will hopefully clarify how the far right operates and what we realize now that we're out. With me, I have Brad and Lauren, and we are here to discuss some current events. There's just been a lot going on, specifically in America right now. I want to bring up a couple of things and how all of these events seem new, but they're actually just redundant and repetitive. They're just reskins of the same old shit that the far right has been doing since the beginning of white supremacy. So I think it's worthwhile to try and expose these things or just tell people where this is just all the same. So the first thing that I really want to bring up is an article came out on itsgoingdown.com about the far right protesting the current conflict between Israel and Gaza. I don't know if we want to talk about our opinions on it. I think it's a very nuanced and complicated matter. Like human rights, no civilian should die or have to suffer in this way. But there are a lot of protests going on in DC that are anti-Israel and the far right is co-opting them, basically saying like we should stop bombing Palestine, that Israel is trying to perform a genocide, et cetera, et cetera. And I kind of just want to talk about the irony of that, about how the far right does not think that Palestine Palestinians are people either. They're just using this to co-opt a righteous cause to get people to be anti-Semitic. But what were your takeaways from this article? What are your thoughts on it? I actually remember those discussions because this has been an ongoing conflict for years. Of course, people would say that they're pro-Palestine, but you ask them to care or to donate or to do something, they're not fucking doing it. So, yeah. you know, you can see where their, where their intention is. And if you guys have ever heard the term or the line, rather, the enemy of my enemy is enemy my friend. Is my friend. Yeah. That's what this is. Yeah, precisely. Actually, that's a really great way of putting it. When I was in the movement, a lot of people would say that they were pro-Israel because it was like a religious ethno state. Like Israel is kind of doing what the white power movement wanted to do. So they kind of, you know, see, I can't be anti-Semitic because I agree with Israel's right to be an ethno state, basically. Was that going on with you guys? The group and association that I was involved with was totally like the Middle East as a whole was just a no zone just because anti-Semitism. And then because of when I joined that group, uh, it was just after 9-11. There was an inherent, you know, fear of Muslims taking over the world or whatever. Some of the guys I could see were, were thinking of that kind of stuff. You know, if we side with these kind of ethno state people. That's an ideal situation. Maybe we could mirror some of that stuff if that was to happen in America. But like the outright flag waving of Israeli flags and stuff like that, I just don't think that could have been a thing that the group that I was involved with would have ever done. No, absolutely. And when we look at this kind of stuff, when we see the far right going to DC and doing this whole like Israel is trying to perform a genocide, let's be anti- Israel, which in this case isn't really a code for anti-Semitic, it's it's just kind of right out there. When has this happened previously? Like I was trying to think about like different times where the far right will co-opt a righteous cause and to try and recruit people, basically. Mm-hmm. Like this is not a new tactic. The far right suddenly has a conscious and is anti-Netanyahu. This is clearly what they do. Yeah, trucker convoy up here. I forget when it was, maybe about a year or two ago. That was not supposed to be a white supremacist event. (laughs) 
<laughs> no one planned it that way <laughs> crazy no it's just they go and stick their noses into fucking everything what else is new as lauren was saying far-right groups will attempt to co-opt anything that they can and turn it into oh if i get there we're going to get on the news and it's going to be good for us because as we know the far right they like negative and positive attention so long as they get their faces up there wherever it gives them some notoriety, incitement, and and stuff like that, it, it gets them, the main thing being, feel bad for us, we're the victims, look at us. The trucker convoy being a huge example. You know, we were just there for freedom of speech. I'm like, nah, this that was the anti-vaxxers. They, they have the right to say that you shouldn't have to take that. Fine. But when you came along and you're waving swastikas, it changed. <laughs> Even on a, on a less serious note, I think about when the far right took over the was it the he will not divide us thing after Trump was elected and Shia LaBeouf put the flags everywhere and they took over. They tried to co-opt milk, you know, like the far right tries to take anything that they can. But yeah, I agree. Too. It's just been very interesting. What is the solution for this? Because none of us are policymakers. None of us are like general. So I don't I don't want to be so arrogant as to think we have the answer for any of this. But how can you spot someone on the far right who is co-opting this kind of stuff? And like how how can you take a righteous cause like being anti-genocide? How can you kind of stop yourself from going into the far right? I think the thing here that people are missing out on is being a humanitarian. It should be an apolitical activity. Any type of genocide we should condemn. Any type of ethnic cleansing obviously should be a widely condemned thing. No matter who's doing it, shouldn't matter. Terrorism of all forms, not acceptable stuff. We need to condemn that. Hamas's attacks on Israeli people, we should unify around that and say, absolutely not. Hamas is a horrible group and uh, reject whatever it is that they're doing. However, some of the stuff I was seeing online from IDF and places like that celebrating deaths of Palestinian people, that gives way to the far right to come in and go, look, see, they're all terrorists. We knew it. We knew Muslims were all terrorists. See yeah. what they do? It, it's like so not surprising to me that you go find any kind of far right commentator out there. And when they're talking about well, obviously, it's terrorists. They're all terrorists there. I do think it's so much more nuanced to have these these sweeping generalizations of, yeah, Israel is a problem or everyone, all the brown people are terrorists. It's like, that's that's so dangerous and so inhuman. Yeah, as soon as we start getting into that, all of them statements, like, that's what I consider harmful. Yeah, yeah. As soon as you hear the statement, they, and you don't know who the, the they is in reference to, that's where I know there's a problem. Is there anything more that we should touch on in terms of this conflict? I can see more anti-Semitic attacks in the U.S., like individualized yeah. ones. Worldwide, I would say. And it's already happening. There are already like, what was it? Was it Cornell University where students had to lock themselves in the lunchroom because they had message boards and someone was threatening to shoot up Cornell and say that they were going to kill every Jew that they saw. There were students in various universities that have had to like take precaution and get extra security measures to make sure that they're not killed walking to class. It's going to be the same as usual. It's going to be the standard talking heads are just going to say things, just ask questions, which is actually meant to inspire and incite violence against Jewish people. I do also think Palestinian people or just any general 
Muslim, brown looking, any person that will look like that is at risk of an attack. If you look ethnically ambiguous, you're up for an attack because you might be a terrorist, you might be this, you might be that. This has the potential to just sow chaos and just abject violence everywhere is my guess of how the far right will try and utilize this to their advantage. I mean, if we have to use this example of the 9-11 thing with uh, Muslim Americans being highly targeted after that in the years after that for many, many years, and then even President Obama was like construed as a Muslim uh, terrorist supporter, all of that kind of thing, like that narrative evolved into something, right? And I can see that anti-Semitic attacks are, are definitely up. Jews are being all equated into this, particularly by the far right, saying this is state-sponsored terrorism. All Israelis are responsible for this. That's a wildly anti-Semitic belief system that uh, the far right loves to take on. They want to create all this chaos, and they don't care if it's Islamophobia or anti-Semitism. They just want everyone to kill each other. I feel like everybody just enjoys having something to be enraged about, but like, whose expense is it at? Yeah precisely and i think like this this is because it's a war because it's fear-mongering because it touches on xenophobia on just general like international safety all of that stuff it's so easy for this to be something where people do so that anxiety of like if you see a brown person they might be a terrorist if we need to talk about this everyone has a right to an opinion on this and it's like we really don't you know i'd also be curious to know is there a tension between white nationalists and christian nationalists over israel and the conflict how does that that dynamic play out? Brad, do you have some insight on this? Anything to do with the Holy Land, whatever, Christian white supremacists tend to jump on this bandwagon of like, we must protect at all costs from the Muslim invaders and take back this space. We must uh, support Israelis. At no end, we have to you know, bring the you gavel down on these folks or whatever the language is that they're using. They were like, we got to bring the gavel down on these folks. That's what. Yes. Yeah. It was probably more like we just need to blow them up, which I've seen on Telegram all the time. I mean, for us, it's really like not surprising. Like I'm like, oh, wow. The Christian identity people are like supporting the Israelis, which is weird because at one point they're like, the Bible isn't about Jews, and like we all know that it is. This, this is time. the only time that that Christian nationalists will accept that Jesus wasn't white and Jesus was Jewish. This is the only time will they support a non-white Jesus. That weird spectrum, that line thing that we talk about all the time of like, well, they'll break the rules for this, you know? Right, but I mean, it's kind of also what we talk about and we touch on all the time. Nationalism in almost any form isn't about... Uh, logic or facts. It's about identity. It's about like, Mm -hmm. I will make and break whatever rule I want to for it to fit it being okay for me. It's again, Christian nationalists, like you're taking the parts of the Bible that you want to believe, like being Mm -hmm. gay is wrong, being this is wrong. You should be able to beat your wife. Your wife should be submissive towards you. There's always that do as I say, not as I do thing. Yeah, I think... Before we get further into this, we should leave this part of the conversation here. This is an ongoing conflict, so we'll just keep tabs on it and kind of continue to share our thoughts as long as they're relevant or as long as they offer any insight into what's going on. Um, 
thank you guys for talking and thank you for listening to the daily dose if you like this you can hear this wherever you get your podcasts we just got on apple Podcasts, which is pretty exciting we have a lot more in store we have a lot more than just podcasts that we plan on doing so stick around and if you have any questions comments anything you want us to talk about email us at the daily former at lifeafterhate.org or get on the website drop us a line it's pretty exciting all right thank you guys bye